Cheltenham Daily News Briefing. Hello and welcome to the Cheltenham Daily Briefing on this 2nd of April 2021. Now, as you've perhaps just noticed there, I said Cheltenham Daily Briefing. I've taken out the news. The reason being is... This has sort of changed a little bit, just a little bit, hence the news removed, because it has got news, but it's got sport, it's got information and, and maybe an event and all sorts of things. So I thought rather than having making it like news, we'll just have Cheltenham Daily Briefing. So we're going to change it like that. But let's get on. And we are going to start off with a Cheltenham cocaine dealer who calls herself Bear has avoided jail. She's a Worcester woman who classes herself as a non-binary and uses the name Bear, has avoided jail for cocaine dealing in Cheltenham after telling the judge she wants to help the police with information about the drug supply chain. Um, she's Jessica Murray, 29, of New Bank Road in Worcester, and she um, was obviously... She, on March 31st, to having 16 wraps of cocaine with intent to supply in Cheltenham on the 10th of November 2019. Um, the judge said that in view of Murray's plea and personal circumstances, he was able to pass an 18-month community sentence coupled with 15 days rehabilitation activity requirement, a £50 fine and a £90 surcharge. So hopefully she's learnt a lesson. Okay. Now, um, there is great news in Cheltenham. The Cheltenham Trust has been awarded £419,127 by the Government's Cultural Recovery Fund and it's to help as a not-for-profit independent charity to recover and rebuild from the pandemic. And it's also, as, as they begin to reopen, the Pitfield Pump Rooms, Cheltenham Town Hall, Leisure at Cheltenham, the Prince of Wales Stadium and the Wilson Art Gallery and Museum. The money will migrate will mitigate sorry the impact of the significant loss of more than three million in revenue since these venues have had to close so that really is great news now if you want a bit of easter fun the um there's easter fun at um the mooshoes mooshoes in charlton kings it's on uh, the third of april on Saturday from two o'clock, uh, family Easter egg hunt. There's a bunny hop hunt and that's on Monday. That's from Monday the 29th through or Sunday the 4th. So that's on, that's on now. That's two pound a child. And Moosh coffee shop is open as usual. And you can obviously get yourself a nice cup of coffee. So if you want something to do for the family, from two from two o'clock on Saturday the third, there's a family Easter egg hunt at Mooshoes. Now, the Sanford Lido, which is actually one of the places that is going to get some of this money that's been allocated, has now officially said when it's opening and it's going to reopen on May the first for its summer season, and. Um, Outdoor pools were permitted to open on the March the 29th, but the Lido has had to wait a little while because it's been doing some cleaning and repainting and some maintenance. So they're going to open on May the 1st and they're opening until October the 8th. Of course, allowing for COVID and 
hopefully nothing else will stop that from happening. And talking about grants, the Cheltenham Festivals have been given a grant of £290,000 of funding. Um, that's from the government's £1.57 billion culture recovery fund to help post-pandemic. So Cheltenham has been given a nice chunk of money here from the government. Um, digital programming for the festival cultivated in a record audience for the Literature Festival in October. And of course, we've got the Jazz Festival going to be on online it's going to be on youtube so you'll be able to watch it there just register um just follow the cheltenham jazz festival and you'll be able to watch the um, music on there now has anybody been to morrison's recently in cheltenham because if you have well there's a little bit of a surprise somebody has put a great big looks like a knitted a huge knitted dome of uh easter chicken easter bunny and a little lamb on a green bed with some flowers and shoppers and the staff at the morris and are being charmed by a delightful scene that has suddenly appeared outside the store it's a little neat knitted easter tableau um and it's the uh morrison's on up haverly supermarket so if you've been there you've probably seen it if not pop along and have a look now we're going to move on to some sports and this is the Cheltenham Tigers men and women. They returned to training last night. There were some lovely photos on Instagram. If you want to follow them on Instagram, they're just known as if you just look for Cheltenham Rugby and Cheltenham Tigers RFC. They, the photo showed how much hard work they've put in during that session. But as everyone said, they were glad to be back after such a long break. Now, of course, this afternoon, hence why this is a little bit delayed, Cheltenham men's the League One, League Two team played Tranmere, and I was watching it, and I hope you was as well. And let me give you a bit of a rundown. If you don't know what the final score was, you're about to find out. If you don't want to know, cover your ears. Okay, started off four minutes in. It was a, um, a long throw by Towser. And a goal was scored by Connor Thomas. 1-0, four minutes in. 13 minutes, another long throw by Towser. The goalkeeper flapped. The ball went, over, went, went out to Will Boyle, who, thank you very much, put it in the net. We're 2-0 up. 13 minutes played. There was a bad head clash, totally accidental, between Connor Thomas, the first goal scorer, and, and um, Tranmere player. It was totally accidental, but... Connor had to go off and they brought on Chapman. Tranmere did have the ball in the net, but it was disallowed because of handball. It was a nice turn by the Tranmere player, but he'd handballed it before he struck it into the net. 41 minutes in, there was a defensive error by Tranmere. Alfie May got on the ball, went through and scored, made it 3-0 before half-time. And that's Alfie May's 12th goal of the season. Come back after half time, 56 minutes in. Callum Wright, I, I can't remember, I think it was a, a, a corner or a, th a throw in again. Um, the ball went in the box, it come out, bounced around, come outside the box, outside the 18 yard line. Callum Wright caught it absolutely beautiful as a volley. I mean, he hit this as sweet as a nut, as they say. Bang, top corner, nothing the goalkeeper could do. 4 0. 
Um, that was the last goal of the day. So Cheltenham won 4-0 against Tranmere and that puts us top of League Two. And Alfie May was named Man of the Match. Of course, it's the Easter weekend, so games are coming thick and fast. Cheltenham will play Grimsby again on... Well, not again, will play Grimsby on Monday. Um, okay... That is it for all the bits and pieces. I do hope you enjoyed that. But before we go, I have not finished. No. Um, I was um, interviewed a lovely lady uh, about a week ago now. And I'm going to play her interview. And she does something that is rather unusual. But I'll let you hear the interview and you can decide. And... Before I go and play that, one last thing. On Sunday, before the men play on the Monday, on Sunday, the ladies, Cheltenham Ladies Football Club, are going to be playing in the FA Cup. Round, uh, I think it's round two um, that have been delayed. And they are playing Portsmouth. They've done their last training session today. So I just, wish, just want to wish the girls... Good luck, and to inform you that I will be playing an interview that I couldn't do because I couldn't get to the training session. But the the one of the one of the people there very kindly recorded an interview, so you'll be hearing an interview tomorrow night from one of the Cheltenham Ladies Football Club bef before you will see how they get on on Sunday. So um, good luck to the girls, and now on for that interview i am in cheltenham town with a lovely young lady who normally i would tell you her name and what she does but this is such an unusual business to her knowledge there is only three people in cheltenham that do this so i'm going to let her introduce herself and tell you what she does and um she's definitely if you need some work she's the right person to do it there's a clue <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for having me my name is Rachel and I am a modern calligrapher based in Cheltenham uh, my company is a small business called RKM Calligraphy um, and I offer products and services for weddings events um, I also do commissions um, and I also run workshops for those who want to learn the art as well and um, so I do that at the moment obviously with lockdown I do that online um, but I'm hoping to do some in-person workshops later in the year um, yeah so to my knowledge there's only I've only found three in Cheltenham but if there are more please you know let's make a, Chelten a, a calligraphy community that would be amazing <laughs> okay so how long have you been doing this and how long has it taken you to learn and I is it one of those sort of careers that you just keep learning yeah, absolutely. I'm still learning to this day. So I've been doing uh, calligraphy for three years. Um, the business is still fairly new. It's been running for 18 months. Um, so the first 18 months, it was really just um, trial and error of really learning the art. Um, the reason why I started it was because I wanted to create calligraphy products for my own, well, wedding stationery for my own wedding. Um, so then I just became absolutely obsessed with it and I just carried it on and then I thought well why not make a small business out of it and so that's what I did. Brilliant and is it as it started to pick up and and how how um how long does it take to do you know if you're going to do when you say you do wedding invitations do you actually write out every single one or is it you you write one and then there there's a way of actually printing it? 
Yeah, so basically you draft up a design and then um, with the wedding, yeah, you'll be there forever if you do all the invites. So you basically, um, you have to, well, what I do is I digitise my calligraphy. um, But at the moment I specialise in on-the-day stationery. um, So that on-the-day stationery, for example, table plans, place cards, um, menus, I do write them all out because it's just a bit more of a personal touch. Um, So, yeah, I really enjoy doing that. Wow, so in the time sense, you know, if you were doing a rather fancy wedding invitation how long from sort of not after not discussing it with the person but once you've got that set and you know what they're after how long does it take to do a nice wedding invitation time-wise for you before they go to the printers and get printed out or whatever yeah so it really depends on um the customer needs um if they prefer to have a complete from scratch draft or if they would like to have a semi-custom invite Obviously, from scratch, it's uh, it takes a few drafts, so maybe two or three, so over a course of a few weeks. Semi-custom is a bit quicker, just because you've got the design there, and then all you have to do is add the personalization of the bride and groom name, or groom and groom, or bride bride name, um, and the date. And um, from there, it just yeah, it's a bit quicker, and then you can take it to the printers. Okay, yeah. so it's it's a fair bit of work to get it sussed and, and get it all written out as, yeah. as they want and so on yeah. and now I've heard these words banded about on an old um, comedy show but um, curly cues and sheriffs are they actual proper words for calligraphy because he's supposed to be a, he's supposed to be a, a calligraphy in the army or are they just uh, made up words that they've used so ser- serifs serifs yeah so um, serifs is another type of font in calligraphy so for example sans serifs is kind of the block letters that you see um, you also get the traditional calligraphy copper plate calligraphy which you see in like the Victorian era the very traditional Downton Abbey you know that sort of thing um, but for me I create modern calligraphy so you kind of it's a bit more flexible there's not as many rules you kind of create your own style your own font out of that whereas with copper plate calligraphy there are rules you kind of have to write at a certain angle this is kind of what I've learned so you know any calligraphers out there listening to me you know if you want to have a chat then I'm always like willing to learn Um, but for me I kind of I started with copper copper plate calligraphy but I wasn't really feeling it and then I wanted to create my own style so that's when I kind of ventured into modern calligraphy um, and and then I absolutely fell in love with it from there yeah brilliant so it's it's a more freehand yes. as such I mean yeah. there's probably some rules but there is it's freehand now the most important part for people that are hopefully listening to this I hope um, if they think oh you know I've got a wedding coming up or I've got an anniversary especially at the moment with things being a bit quiet we hopefully they're going to get busier how would they contact you and what's the best way to get in touch um, so I've got an Instagram page, which is basically um, a portfolio, so you can see all of my work on there. So you can either direct message me on Instagram, or I do have a website if you want to look further into who I am um, and my work. So that's rkmcalligraphy.com. Okay, and the Instagram site? Is rkm.calligraphy. Okay, so that's the fairly... Yeah. If you can spell calligraphy, you're okay. If yes. you like me, you're in trouble. <laughs> um, so you've been doing it since you, your wedding was what? started you off on that yeah absolutely so um so essentially my husband and i got engaged in 2017 um and when we were wedding planning we got married in 2019 so in between those two years when we were wedding planning i thought i really want to add a personal touch to our wedding what can i do i'm quite a creative soul and then i kind of discovered calligraphy i tried it out and then i just couldn't put the pen down i absolutely fell in love with it so um so i created our own wedding invites and also on the day stationery as well so yeah and 
you were, before we started recording, you said that the modern calligraphy is a bigger, more of a bigger thing in America than over here. Hence why there's not many calligraphers in Cheltenham. Yeah, so from from my research, I believe that there's a bigger, obviously America's a bigger country, but um, there's some really well-established uh, calligraphers in America who I inspire to be um, one day, who I follow on Instagram, and they are a mixture of copper plate and also modern calligraphy. Um, but I have discovered um, quite a few kind of modern calligraphers in the UK as well as copper plate, but yeah, within the kind of the Gloucestershire area, I'm still kind of vent, kind of exploring who's out there. Um, and creating that community there and final question is where do you hope to sort of go forward with this i mean obviously you work from home um and have you got any plans you know i mean working from home is great but do you plan on having an office at t- in time or a shop or have you any ideas where you want to take this oh well the dream i think um <laughs> the absolute dream is probably to have my own little studio um so as you said i currently work from home i'm very um lucky and grateful to have a home office have that separate space from like the living area and dining area which i understand some people are working from in the current situation um so it's nice to be able to switch off um but it'll be nice to have my own office outside and probably eventually have that creative space to develop my wedding stationery designs further but also um, offer a space that people can come and do workshops with me if they are interested in the art. Right, so you hope to teach it in the the future as well and I suppose also if you add your own sort of gallery type thing you can then show your work as well, you know, you can have demos of all the different stuff you've done which is always useful. (laughs) Okay, wonderful, that is really nice. Thank you so much and um, as they say, keep writing and good luck. (laughs) Thank you very much, thank you. Okay, there we go. That is it. And I'd like to thank Rachel for that lovely interview. And I do hope if you have any parties or birthdays or weddings that you are involved in or or maybe even getting married yourself, then do think of Rachel for that amazing calligraphy that she can do to have your cards written out with absolute beautiful handwriting and I envy her completely because my handwriting looks like a spider walking backwards who's been drinking it's horrendous so once again thank you for listening and that is it for today I do hope you will join me again tomorrow on Saturday same time same channel I love saying that until then please do take care stay safe bye for now